0: everybody, what's up? And welcome to the Light Up Your Life podcast with your host, Gailey Dutton. (sighs) Happy to be here today. Um, I spent some time really reflecting this week, and it's kind of crazy. Anytime, well not always, but especially this week when I was considering what to talk about, this topic kept coming up in different parts of my life through conversations, through Um, just like random things that I would see or hear or read about, kind of all funneled into supporting the idea that I should definitely talk about this in today's episode. So I'm just here in my room. Hopefully the audio is okay, but let's just jump right into it. So in our world, I would say that time, number one, time is just such a interesting concept in itself and that could be a whole other episode but i'm here to talk about how time is really one of the most sought after things um it's and i guess the best way excuse me for me to explain it is that there's products on the market to literally like reverse aging like reverse time like we're trying to mess with time all the time um Oftentimes, like businesses will outsource different parts of their business, you know, that way they can maximize their time in, um, you know, like they say in the industry, time is money. Um, it's a super popular phrase and it really just emphasizes that time, at least in our minds, is really valued um, because it's a resource, and when they say time is money, they're kind of encouraging people to do things quicker because time is running out, and that in time costs money. Time is time is money. And honestly, even you know that example, or even like trying to reverse aging, it's almost like it's not almost like. I think that we've painted this picture that time is kind of our enemy. But today, we're going to talk about why time is not your enemy, but your greatest asset. Today, I want to address some things that you might be facing in your own life that are not contributing to your time. And then we'll dive into some beautiful ways that we can maximize it. And when I say maximize, I just want to be clear that I don't mean, you know, oh, guarantee you'll live more years of life. I mean, I do believe in plenty of ways to stay healthy and you know, take care of our minds and our bodies long term, but today, you know, I'm talking about the time that we can't control. Um, I, I do believe that we will go over some ways to help you see your life with a whole new lens, one that is hopeful, exciting, and worthwhile. And maybe you already have that mindset, and I hope that you do. But if you happen to find yourself falling into some of these things we'll talk about today, I think it's worthwhile to address and I'm just super excited about it. I came up with two categories to describe our approach to like this fleeting time that we have and I don't know if that's something that a lot of people think about often or very few think about and I'm sure that manifests in different ways in the way that people approach life. More specifically, I really identified things that I see so many of us, including me, sometimes falling into which are serving no real purpose to our lives but really they're just our response to time and it really honestly is a reflection of how we view time these things don't bring life they they suck it they waste our time and the first category i'm just going to simply called call unhealthy time consumers these are just things that are unhealthy number one and number two are just consuming the limited time that you have so if you already know me you know this but I'm heading into my third year of college and honestly you guys I can't even really like fathom where all the time has gone three years has flown by um yet at the same time I know exactly where it all went you know all the people I've met along the way the relationships that I've gained the ones that i've lost i've learned so many just lessons new experiences traveled places gone through plenty of challenges and dark struggles but also just radical moments of awakening community and honestly just like god's consistency through it all has been so constant Um, and no matter how much time passes deep down we are we are still like that same just kid kind of going through the world and I think it's funny because so many of us, as we're in this, especially this particular season of life and my peers that are in college, I kind of see everyone taking on this newish role of adulting. And it's super interesting because like I said, at heart, I feel like we're all just kids trying to figure it out. Um, And that's a total side note to what we're talking about today. But I just, I think it's so interesting to see how we're all approaching this new sense of um, freedom and responsibility and, and time that we get to choose we get to choose what we do with our time a little bit more than maybe we did when we were home. First off, kind of going off of that, I just, I want to address that whether you're 19 years old or you're 90, you both hold the same amount of time. When we get older, totally. Like the fact that time is really limited is probably feeling a lot more evident, but whether you're 19 or you're the 90 year old, tomorrow is not guaranteed. And There's this mindset, especially as young adults, that, oh, this is the time of our lives. Like, let's, you know, mess around and whatever. Like, we're young and those things could be true. But honestly, this mindset concerns me because no one is promised to wake up tomorrow. And for me, I think that every time you wake up, there should be this this joy and this excitement that you have the opportunity to experience life today. Like, that in itself is so beautiful, and I think that we need to really comprehend and acknowledge the significance of that. We just, so many many of us and me, like, just wake up and jump right into the day and don't even acknowledge the fact that, oh my goodness, like, I am alive and breathing, and I get to experience this amazing experience that not everybody's going to get to experience today, and that in itself is such a blessing and such an opportunity I believe that the way that we choose to spend this time on a day-to-day basis, how we choose to do things in our lives, the choices we make externally, those things are reflecting our hearts on the inside. And I all often refer to this as like your heart posture. How do you carry yourself? Where is your heart positioning? And to me, there are a few things that reflect a heart that maybe needs some reflection and some, some more deep thought. And I'll go into those in just a second. But to, to just start at the first one, seeking attention is one that uh, I think all of us do to an extent, but especially, I, I don't know, I guess it's all ages, but I feel like it's been really prominent, at least the people that I'm around. Um, and I'd say it's probably most obviously seen on social media, but we see it in other ways as well. And this one's challenging because, of course, we all want to present ourselves in a way that people will like and admire and even look up to. But when it comes down to it, this mindset is all about you. And in reality, there are a lot of other people going through life and it's not all about you. And part of this is natural. I mean, we're the only ones living our lives. And so we're kind of automatically a little bit more selfish and we do have to care for ourselves and take care of our bodies and our minds. But when we get into this mindset of seeking other people's attention, especially other people's approval, that's when it becomes a waste of time. Because like I said, everybody's living their own life and it's not worth you wasting your life and your time to please someone else or to appear a certain way to someone else or to be seen as this perfect version that you want yourself to be seen like it's just not worth it and life is too short to strive for that another thing is gossip so this is kind of the opposite of you know a mindset all about you it's like Every, you're talking about everybody but you. And to me, that reflects maybe a heart that needs to work through some things. Like if you constantly find yourself in conversation about other people, talking about what other people are doing, or so-and-so did this and so-and-so did that, gossip, whether you know we started or we choose to be a part of it, is a really big reflection of your heart posture. And I think we all fall into it sometimes, whether it's our the coworker that annoys us or you know, a family member or a friend or a roommate, whatever that looks like, excuse me, I think we just need to be very cautious of this because that also is a big waste of time. Gossiping about other people, bringing other people down, talking behind another person's back. What is that doing? That's not bringing life to yourself or anybody else. You might think that you're talking poorly about another person um, and maybe trying to paint them in a bad picture, but you simply doing that is reversing itself on you and that looks really poorly on your end and really shows that your heart is not in a place of of self-awareness to say you know what this isn't worth my time like to talk about this person in a bad way like they can deal with their own thing even if it's a valid thing to be talking about I, I just don't think it's worth our time another one that is really huge for me is materialism and the things of this world Um, that are going to go away, Um, whether that's cars or clothes or money or houses, whatever that is, just anything that we um, are buying. I think that what we buy represents kind of where our hearts are. Like, what do you spend your money on? Like, look at your bank account and see where most of your money goes. And that'll tell you a lot about where your heart's at and where your mindset is at. And I've done this plenty of times before and realized like, oh, I need to change this. Oh, I should, you know, really acknowledge this thing that I'm going through because you know, my money and where I'm spending my money is reflecting where my head is at. So I'd encourage you to do that, but that is also a waste of our time. Those things are all temporary and the brand new shiny thing that you get today will not be that in a couple years let alone a couple months when you're bored of it and there's the next best thing waiting for you. I think that it's totally okay to enjoy Things It's totally okay to treat ourselves and to enjoy some of the things of this world that is around us. There's there is joy in that to an extent, but when that becomes a focus and when we start to idolize material things in this world, that's when we're losing, I think, the point. Our time is so short on this earth and I would much rather invest in people than in just things that are going to go away. Um, whether that's it, it could literally be anything I just I think we need to be cautious and this one really connects back to the first one of attention and maybe being seen as this perfect version of yourself and then we find ourselves buying these clothes and getting this car because it looks this way or we want to fit in in these areas and that's the next one is fitting in and people pleasing oh this is something that I think a lot of us Fall into in certain seasons of life. Some, this is more of a character trait, oftentimes, but it's not something that can't be addressed. But trying to constantly fit in is counteracting who you are and who you're called to be. You are meant to be unique, you are meant to be different, and you're not going to be liked by everybody because of that. And I've said this before, but for me, I would 100% be my authentic self and have people who don't like me. And that's hard because. I am a total perfectionist and I wanna be seen as this awesome person and I, I wanna I want people to like me, but also I'm not gonna compromise who I am so that everybody likes me. Um, I I mean of course I would love to be connected with everybody, but that doesn't that doesn't happen and that's not realistic. Not everyone's gonna like the authentic you, but that is so much more worth it because you'll see more quality friendships in your life, more quality relationships over quantity. Um, I was just chatting with someone this past week, and it was a counselor, actually. I, for the first time, went and saw a counselor. And honestly, you guys, I would encourage you to do it. I did it because I was just interested in what the process looked like. I think that whether you're mentally in an ill place or you're mentally and spiritually in an amazing place, it's so beneficial to just talk things through. And we got on this discussion of health and what it means to be healthy. Um, And we talked about healthy relationships. And one of the things that he brought up was just how important it is to, you know, instead of trying to be friends with everybody, that's nearly impossible, you know, all your social groups, everybody at all these functions, really investing in a few deep relationships that will bring more meaning to your life and that's way more realistic and way more rewarding and way more fulfilling and so rather than trying to fit in and make everybody happy which is never going to happen and that's a waste of your time really be yourself be authentic to who you are and you will draw in the relationships that are meant to be in your life and you get to walk alongside life with these people and spend quality time with quality people that you should be spending it with i think another thing that we have to be cautious of is this cultural idea that we've come up with that is success. And we've talked a little bit about this before and I'm sure we could go deeper into it on what success really is and what it looks like for each of us and the way that society has painted it. But just to give you a broad view of my point here is that I think we need to be careful to not waste our time doing what everyone else says is right. Now, of course, there are some things that we've established that are that are good things to follow in good ways and good suggestions on how to live our lives. But I guess more so what I'm talking about is kind of this typical journey of life that is really impressed upon us on a big scale at a very young age. And so I think you probably get where I'm going, but just this, okay, you grow up, you go to school, college, maybe, um, you should go to college, right? That's what's encouraged. And then get into a career, have a family, most likely, you know, that, that should be what what you want because that's, what's worthwhile. And I'm not saying that it's not, I definitely want a family myself, but I think you get the gist. We've come up with these patterns and this kind of cookie cutter lifestyle and idea of how our relationship should look, how our, progression in our career should look. Um, what we should have, what possessions we should have at certain stages of our life, whether it be a house or a car or whatever, or oh, we should be married by this age. This is all something that was created by people before us. And so we have to choose as living beings right now what's gonna suit us best. And we just need to be cautious of how we want to live our lives because time goes by so fast and um, I think that we should just really be intentional in how we spend it, and make decisions in our best interest and for the path in life that that we want to take and that we think will be most fulfilling and purposeful. Because if we follow what everybody else is doing, then we're wasting we're wasting our time, you know, just trying to do what that person did. But we're all so different, and we're all going to go through life in such vastly different and unique ways, you know, two people can go to the same college, live in the same dorm, and have very different lives, right? And so even that, or even siblings, like siblings can grow up and be completely different and look back on their childhood and see it completely different from each other. And they were in the exact same environment growing up. And so really we are all such unique individuals, regardless of the environment that we're in, that I think it's so crucial that we choose the path we wanna take. and. And we kind of make our own way and not be ashamed to do something that's a little bit outside the box. Another one is just being cautious to not waste your time seeing yourself as higher or more worthy than everybody else. Um, The ego can be huge and it's so much more worth it to have humility and to be humble And to love people well than to think that you're better than everybody else because all that does is push people away and it doesn't cultivate relationship or fullness of life um, besides just making you think that you're the best and that really doesn't do much outside of you. And the last thing I would say that is kind of a waste of our time is holding grudges. This one's easier said than done, um, but honestly, if we can learn how to let go and how to forgive, that is so much more worthwhile kind of getting over that hump than to hold on to that for a lifetime like I just it's just not worth it to me so to kind of go on the flip side of everything and talk about those things that are worthwhile um like I said forgiveness is one of them just being able to practice loving ourselves enough to forgive something that someone else did to hurt us because really you know hurt people hurt people and if somebody's hurt you it's probably because they've gone through something rough in their own life. I would say for me, a big one, that's something that's so worthwhile in my life is just a commitment to lifelong learning. I want to go through every day of my life, whether I'm in school, whether I'm taking classes or in some program, regardless of if I'm doing that or not, I wanna commit to everyday learning and going through a lifetime of evolving and growing. And becoming more aware to things in this world and to other people and to love people better. That's worthwhile. That lasts. Other thing is being authentic. That is so worthwhile. Being authentically you. And sometimes this means being authentically you no matter what the repercussions are for, every, like on the outside. Because sometimes when you're authentically you, you might not get the most attention. When you're authentically you, you might... Lose relationships. When you're authentically you, some of the opportunities you wanted might not happen. But on the flip side of that, when you're authentically you, you're honoring yourself to the fullest and you will have that quality over quantity. You will have the right relationships. You will have the right opportunities come to you because you're being fully yourself. And that's so much more rewarding and so much more worthwhile. Another one for me that is so worthwhile and something that I think is really a game changer, is prioritizing experiences and making memories over spending money on items or things or purchases or the next best clothing line or item. And don't get me wrong, I love some shopping, I love doing that sometimes, but I do think that that can very well become a waste of our time and unhealthy making memories with people and friends and family is what lasts like that's what we take with us when we go when we go we're not thinking about the brand new pair of sneakers we got in 8th grade i don't know maybe we are but we're thinking about oh my gosh like remember that time when me and so and so like did this and we're running around and playing these games and like those are the things that we remember are the experiences and the memories that we make and so i'd much rather have my mindset and my my headspace Focused on making memories and building good experiences than on buying things. Another thing that I want to share is just like the way that you treat people is so much better than worrying about how they perceive you. Um, It's really easy to try and like change what we're doing so that other people will see us in a certain light, like we were talking about earlier, but something that's so much more worthwhile is truly just loving people well. Treating people well, treating people with authenticity, with kindness, with love, like that's so much more worth it and that lasts, it lasts so much longer and it's just more rewarding for yourself. The last thing that I want to leave you with is just the intentionality of your words. Be intentional with your words. Your words hold so much power and so much power than you might think. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruits. That's Proverbs eighteen twenty one. But it, I think it really emphasizes just how powerful our words can be. Whoever guards his mouth preserves his life, and he who opens wide his lips his lips comes to ruin. I don't know if you've ever done this, but you're in a conversation with someone, and all of a sudden you say something that you know you should not have said. I have done that more times than I wish to admit. But our words hold power, and we should be very cautious of how we use them and the way we use them. And I just I think that if we just were a little bit more thoughtful in the words that we use, we could bring so much more fruit and goodness to our life if we thought a bit more about our words before we spoke them. And we honestly had a, more of a respect for our words and recognized that they do have power because if we recognize that our words have power, then we can be so much more intentional about them because we know that they have weight to them and they can affect other people, which in turn... Affects us. I want to read you this poem that I found this week. That I, this was another one of those things that I read that I was like, oh my gosh, I have to talk about this. But it's called, This Is Insane, Such a God Thing. What If Time is on My Side? And I'm going to read it to you right now. I cast time as the villain in my story as I look back at my life and with a sigh declare that it has been a thief. But time isn't to blame. It isn't the thief. Maybe my cell phone is the thief. Maybe my to-do list is the thief. Maybe it's my poor stewardship of time or my discontentment. Maybe it's my obsession with work, my ill-informed idea of success, or my fixation on the past and how things used to be, or my enslavement to all the things that truly don't matter, the things that don't give life. Maybe time is a gift. And the way in which I've managed, it has been the villain, the thief. And maybe it's not too late. Maybe there's still enough time, enough time to steward it well, enough time to learn to be intentional with my moments, enough time to learn that the time I enjoy wasting isn't wasted time, enough time to learn that I am the one who chooses how I spend it. Enough time to learn that time is my greatest asset, my most valuable resource. And enough time to learn how to open my eyes and look up and to see all the ways in which this gift of time is well spent. Consider how your days might change, you guys, if you viewed time as a gift. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you got a takeaway from it. If you enjoyed any piece of it, leave a rate and review and tell me what your favorite part was. I can't wait to talk to you guys next week and uh, have a happy Monday.